What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Summer is almost here, and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with a beach. I always make packing harder than it needs to be, but this year I'm doing all of my summer shopping at Macy's. I can find everything I need from bathing suits, sandals, summer dresses, shorts, even towels and sunscreen at Macy's. Whether you're packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has what you need. You can shop top brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Cosman, an iHeartRadio podcast. Okay, so here we are, another Monday. Um, we just want to say thank you to all of our listeners and everyone that commented after uh, last week's episode uh, with the wonderful Mickey Guyton and her husband Grant, and who stayed patient throughout that episode because it was uncomfortable. Um, you know, and in the same theme of what's going on in our world today i reached out to a, a good buddy of mine who is also a uh, veteran from being in the nfl for 10 years um african-american man married to a caucasian woman with three mixed children and and my buddy chris spencer is joining the show for with us and we're going to kind of talk about some of the same similar things and kind of hear a different perspective um from his world yeah and i think what we learned to was just to really listen. Um, yeah. And we learned a lot from, I learned a lot from just re-listening to that episode and it made me real uncomfortable again. And I wish I would have not interjected at times and just listened. Um, and so I think we learned a lot mm-hmm. um, about that episode. And, you know, I've I've received the, the feedback and the questions and, you know, I, I just we wanted to continue the conversation and we just also want to say thank you for finishing the entire episode. And I think it's more about, you know, we all kind of realized maybe how things could have been said differently, but how we acknowledge and look in the mirror and we own our thing. And I think that was what was so beautiful about it. Yeah. And to your point, it's in the more you know, listening back to that episode and the more I've kind of listened to to people this past week talking on different news platforms is this stuff isn't a debate. It is about listening to one another, Mm -hmm. you know, and people are going to have different opinions or different perspectives, but it's not a a, a right or a wrong. You know, there, there isn't a debate around it. And like I, like you You said, debate racism, right? You can't. So with that being said, we're going to introduce my good buddy, Chris Spencer, Spence, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, Spence. Uh, hey, guys. Thanks for having me. And um, love listening to you guys. And you guys done such a good job together here. And um, very honored that you guys reached out to me to, to join you guys. And, you know, this has been a very emotional week and you know, a lot of ups and downs with, um, you, you know, even my emotions, uh, particularly growing up in Mississippi and, you know, having a lot of these things kind of come back to the forefront. So, so I'm excited to kind of jump in and have a conversation with you guys about it. 
Absolutely, man. We appreciate it. And do you, honey, do you want to start with that one question well, that we I got just, brought up? Yeah, I had someone reach out to me and and I I felt really bad when I read it because I I I felt um so she was an African American who uh, one of my followers and she said that me us asking Mickey questions was very disrespectful and that it's not Mickey's job or any other African American to teach white people about their life or to teach them what they've to teach us what they've been through and I I felt awful I started crying and I responded I was like I'm so sorry like that was not our intention and is so do do you take offense for us when we ask you know about your experience about your experiences and what we can do and you know um the history I guess uh for me it's it's more around just the awareness and 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 again like she said it's not my job to teach everyone um but if there's things that come up that there's questions around you know it's also you know my job to share my experience and um because as i've been fortunate to you know grow up in small area mississippi rural area and see a lot and but also fortunate to live outside of that bubble into a, <clears throat> a more affluent bubble and and so I get to see that a lot of people are very unaware of other people's feelings. And, and uh, if you don't side with their view of things, then um, you're not, you're not fitting in their mold. And so, so I think it's, when I hear things, I think it's for me, it's more of, um, Hey guys, look, you may think that these things doesn't happen because you never experienced it, but I've experienced it my whole life. And, you know, and I, again, I have a wife who's Caucasian. And so even her, like we're driving down the road and we see, I see a lot more things than she is used to seeing from Confederate flags and things like that, that she's never had to pay attention to, but I have to pay attention to those things. And so, um, so it, it, it's not our job to, to explain, but it is our job to have conversations. And because um, there's a lot of good people in the world, like you guys that, um, is trying to do the right things and want to do the right things, but just need someone to, uh, help open their eyes to experience that they never experienced. Um, because if I never lived in the influent world, there's things that I would have never known, you know? And so, um, so you kind of have to have from a black person, you kind of have to be able to, um, understand that there's a lot of people that is just, just not aware of, of it and, and haven't, doesn't have the right know how to have the right conversation to uh, start that conversation around race and things like that and how they can be more um, um, effective in, 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 in the change. So, Is that difficult? And I'm saying this based off just my experience with our interview this past week where being, I was guilty of asking a question and responding in a way that came across as ignorant naive and arrogant because i haven't experienced it because i just questioned in my logic as a white male in this world of through my life experiences logically didn't really make sense to me so is that difficult being you know an african-american when you know someone who's caucasian or another race says something purely out of innocence because they just don't know better is it really difficult, like, not to take that personally? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I tell you, I've had to learn how to not take everything personally because, um, you know, I've grew up in Mississippi and went to Ole Miss, um, you know, playing in NFL and being a, a star athlete, you you get a pass, per se. Like, um, you're not really seen as black. And that and I think that's one of the most difficult things for me is that, you're not really seen as black. So people say things around you that they think that you're okay with because they see you as one of them. And so um, I've had to learn how to remove myself from certain conversations because, you know, being a six, four, you know, 300 pound black man, you know, if you, you show some type of anger, then all of a sudden you're known as that guy has been an angry guy. And so, so I've had to kind of train myself of like, understanding where conversations are going to start to go where it will make me feel uncomfortable and remove myself before it gets there because um it 
you're you're fighting up here a battle trying to explain something to someone who's never experienced certain things and and again i'm never asking anyone to agree uh, right. but also i want people to to hear another side and say okay this is real the other side of is real and it's not just about your point of view you know it's crazy just in this past week like how much introspection just myself i've been able to do to think about situations and without even again purposely being unempathetic i have been because again i haven't had to look through the filter or live you know the way that you have chris or other african-americans and it's it is it's just you don't know what you don't know until unfortunately until something like this happens where i really hope just in my own eyes who there i mean you know me we've been friends a long time now there's not an ounce of racism in me right or, or anything but the fact that even someone like me is starting to see it in a different light because of this stuff, like I really hope this isn't all for nothing. You know what I mean? Like I agree. I think um, you know you're starting to see more um, more people who are just coming off the sideline and not looking at it as it's not happening in our community. So we're going to turn a blind eye to it. You see more affluent white people actually stepping up and and wanting to learn. So I think. Right now, black people will feel uncomfortable with the questions because um, there are more people now who are willing to have the conversation and not just sweep it under the rug because, you know, the things that are happening right now are just, they're just blatant and it's right there in front of you. So you can't walk over and step over it anymore. So, um, so I think right now, you know, it is a challenge for black people to be a little bit more, you know, I hate to say understanding because we've been understanding for a really long time, but there's going to be more questions that's asked because um, there are people who, again, when you don't know, you don't know. And so the only way to know is to ask a question. And, and, and my granddad told me, taught me a long time ago, um, being in Mississippi, a, a closed mouth don't get fed. So you got to be okay with people asking certain questions. And, but the question has to be, has to be a question that you're genuine wanting to understand and hearing that, hearing what the response is and, and having some empathy. You know, I think in our country right now, we lack empathy of other people's situations and, um, and not, not everyone is, is afforded the same opportunities, you know, and it's for, for me, if I wasn't a, you know, a, a stud athlete, again, I don't know what my life would have turned out to be. And, mm -hmm. you know, so I've tried to use my platform in the way that um, it, it shines a light on like, you know, again, we, things that you don't ever have to think about of how you, you you're constantly trying to make everyone around you feel comfortable. That's not your race, you know? And, and because I married a Caucasian woman, I have to wear both sides of it where I have to make people around me comfortable because they don't know if they can trust me or not in my own race. And so, so I've, I've had the ability to see it through a lot of different lands. And so, so I have a different perspective, a little bit of different perspective on it. And, and I've been able to, you know, have conversation with friends over the last uh, several days that, you know, it's exhausting, but, you know, I, I'm hoping the good comes out of it is that people are starting to realize that these things happen and it doesn't matter what environment you're in and, you know, just being pulled over in your, in a, in a, because you're driving a nice car um, and hassled about, do you own this car? Has that happened? Um, to it's you? hard. Oh yeah. It's happened to me <laughs> tons of times. And, you know, and I remember I just, I was telling someone a story the other day about going to a cigar bar and pulled up in my car and, and the, this older gentleman gets out the car and he says to me, Hey, is that your car? And I was like, yeah, that's my car. He's like, well, let me guess. You must be a musician. I was like, no, he's like, um, you must be uh, an athlete. I was like, uh, no, you know, cause again, I don't want to tell people what I do. Right. And he's like, Oh, I guess you must be a drug dealer. And he walked wow. off. I was just like, I was like, wow. Okay. So, so it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's a lot of things that, that, that I have to just walk away from because again, um, if I react, society has already deemed me as, um, the guy who is, uh, because of my skin tone and my size is, is the guy that's, is, is going to be the troublemaker. So I have to, again, remove myself. So I get in my car and leave because, um, I know what would happen if the cops are called. Right. Um, so, 
Um, and, and even with this pandemic that's going on right now, um, I'm torn even wearing a mask in a, in a grocery store or gas station tonight because mm-hmm. um, my size again and walking in is, you know, I don't want someone to think that I'm there to rob them. And so wow. um, just a lot that you have to think about as a, as a, a black person in this country and uh, continue to move forward. And again, not all cops are bad, not all white people are racist, but there's just a lot of una- just people just unaware of the things that we have to endure and teach our kids and, and, um, and, and live in an environment and bubbles that, you know, you, you, you face some of those things. That like that, I'm that I just can't even, that's awful. Like not being able having, I just, that's awful. Not being able to feel like you can wear a mask and go into a store. Like you'll never, like we'll never have to feel that. And that's just, I'm, I'm sorry. And I, I, I remember when I first met you, Spence, you're, you're hilarious. You know, you're, you're funny. But one of the first things you said to me is you said, I'm black Santa, you know, you're wearing a Santa outfit. And I feel like, you know, there have been times where when we have hung out, it's like, you know, I'm the, I'm the only black friend. It, and it's almost like the humor. Are you just, are you using the humor to almost make, is that what you're trying to do to make other people comfortable too? Even though we were already comfortable to begin with. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because again, you know, you spend so much of your life making everybody, helping everyone feel comfortable that you're not a threat. Um, that it just, it bleeds over into everything in your life, in everything you do. And, you know, even to the fact that I, I laugh at myself all the time, every time I go and, and uh, I get dressed and I'm going to work or if I'm, you know, going out with friends or something like that, I go and grab my loafers because I know that <laughs> when, you know, a six, four guy walks in the building, the first thing they look at is like, Oh man, this guy is scary looking. And then, but they look at him, you know, they see me wearing a pair of loafers. They're like, okay, he's a, he should be all right. He's, he's all right. Okay. And so, you know, like, so it's just, it's just like little things like that, that, you know, it's, um, that I've kind of done my, you know, a lot of my life because again, I, I had a decision to make. Do I want to continue to live here in Mississippi and, and, and struggle like everyone else in my life? Or do I want to put my head down and work and 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 put my best foot forward so I can have a, a good opportunity in life? Because I knew one day I have kids and I want to make sure that they had the best. And, and my mom, she had five kids and she worked her butt off and 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 endured a lot there. And, and um, you know, but she's, she's always, you know, I, black people are just so resilient when it comes to um, these type of things that happen in our country right now is that forgiveness, 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 you know, and, you know, even growing up without a dad in the home, you know, my mom, she was the mom and dad, and she was always loving on us as like, don't ever hold a grudge against anyone. Don't hold a grudge against your, your, your father. Don't hold a grudge against the person that looks at you because you look different and um, just find a way to pray for them and love on them. And so, uh, so I've kind of attacked my life that way, and um, and it doesn't mean that that I haven't run into um, certain troubles. I mean, you can imagine married to a um, a, uh, a Canadian who's blonde that you get pulled over by the cops. The first thing in your mind is like, oh my gosh, what do I do here? And and the cop is asking her, is she okay? <laughs> you know, and and it's like, well, all right. So um, so we've I've you know I've I, brought some things on myself but also i've you know i've learned a lot and and and, um but also i just have a heart for people and i think now is the time that we all lend our voice to to see a change and do it in a genuine way and not just have people um just continue to justify what's continuing to happen right now in our country Hey there! Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. 
APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Let me ask you this, Chris. You have three beautiful kids, beautiful daughter and two and two boys. Have you guys had conversations with them? Have they experienced anything thus far? And I guess, what are you telling them now with all of this going on? Well, I mean, unfortunately, you know, society forced you to have those conversations very early with your kids about um, uh, the position that, that we're in as mixed kids and growing up in a, you know, a predominant white area. Um, society forced you to have those conversations, what you can and can't do. Um, just just um, not even six months ago, when, when school was going on, my 10-year-old, uh, was sitting in the cafeteria with his fourth grade class and the kid said to him, um, if I was a president, I bring back slavery and you would be my first pick. And so um, because what I have taught, what we've taught, I taught our kid and, and my son, he's, he has high function autism. And when he's felt wrong, he is very reactive. And because of the lessons and things that we've taught that people are going to look at him different. They're going to say things. Um, he politely got up and went and talked to his teacher and told his teacher what happened. And, um, and so we are constantly having conversation with him. He's, he's going to be a big kid. Um, again, my wife was all American volleyball player and he is uh, a very special athlete. And so we're constantly researching and thinking about 
what's going to happen to him in the next, you know, six years uh, when he starts driving. And he he's not a kid that, we, again, we're trying to give him all the tools so he can um, thrive in this world. But right now he's not a kid that um, you could approach that he, he when he feels he hasn't done anything wrong, he will defend himself. He mm-hmm. will question. He will ask. And so um, it's one of our biggest fears right now in our lives, of, in, you know, even to the fact that, hey, Jackson, you can't wear a hoodie mm. when you walk into places. You can't go jogging down the street with a hoodie. And it's, he's like, well, why? Well, this kid can do that. Why can't I do that? You know, and so so we've had to have a lot of tough conversations with him and, uh, and, and our two youngest, you know, starting to have those conversations with those guys as well, because, um, you know, it's it's just things you have to do as is your responsibility to keep your kids safe and the things that we have to do right now. I mean, particularly um, in the time we're in, but, you know, just in general, as a, a black person in, in America, you have to have these conversations with your kids because um, you don't want them to be in a position where um, they're not giving themselves the best chance. And again, it still doesn't mean you may come out on the other end of it, but it just, you're trying to give yourself the best opportunity to, uh, to avoid a, a tragic situation. And so, um, so we've experienced some things with our kids, you know, my daughter, she you know has very big hair and the kids, you know, they don't want to play with her because of her hair and her skin tone. And so, so, you know, and, and, and our kids, they're, they're very resilient. And, but at the same time, you can tell they really, you know, destroys them or hurt them, you know, to their core. And so we, we walk this delicate balance of uh, teaching our kids what they can and can't do, but also that they don't, we don't want them hating people either. We don't want them growing up to, to hate white people and things like that. And so, um, so we, 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 we do a lot of conversation, do a lot of reading and, and talk to a lot of therapists and things like that, because um, those things are traumatizing, you know, and, and you don't think about it. And my son, he brought it up to me, um, you know, two weeks ago. And I, I, I thought he had kind of forgot about it, you know. And so those things stick around for a really long time with you. And it, it goes, you know, it'd be something that he'll remember the rest of his life. And so um, so for us as parents, we just keep, you know, just keep reiterating and, and having these conversations with our kids that, you know, you know, we don't see, see color, love. We want to love everyone, uh, but also because you have this skin tone, here are things, here's a list of things that you have to be aware of and things that you can't do. And you can't wait till they're 16 and start having that conversation. So I think these are the kind of conversations where it's, like we said, there's no debate. It's just listening and understanding someone else's perspective on a daily basis. Because when you think about it, it's like, okay, Hopefully as a whole, as a, as a society, as a, as a species, we can start to be more empathetic towards one another period about everything. Like you were saying earlier, Spence. And then unfortunately there's still going to be, cause all it takes is that one person, that one police mm-hmm. officer, that one person that does these acts to set things off again. And you know, I saw this quote from Chris Rock just recently about all this where he's bad, bad apple. Yeah, he's like, you know, bad apples. He's like, there should be no bad apples in like law enforcement or anything like that. He's like a pilot. There's yeah. not a bad apple as a pilot. You can't just be like, Oh, right. he was a bad apple. The plane crashed. Like you can't excuse that. So I just really appreciated his, his somewhat comedic kind of, you know, outlook on that because that's true. Like that there's, there should be a zero tolerance behind all that. And I'm just, what I'm, my fear is, is, even with society hopefully gaining a better understanding, there's unfortunately, there's still going to be those assholes that just set us back again, set society back. It's amazing how one person with one terrible act can do this to a country. One, the greatest, you know, arguably the greatest country in the world. And all it takes is one thing. And it just goes to show how much work we also have to do as human beings. Well, I mean, the the thing about it is, is that it's not just been that one bad, that one bad person, that one bad apple. There's been a lot of bad apples over years. And it's right. just now because we've, you know, um, cell phones and body cam and things like that, you know, you're starting to see these things happen on a day, daily basis. And so um, I think 
Um, again, I don't have all the answers. I don't know how we solve this problem because it's a it's a very complex um, uh, issue. But I think you know, starting with working within our communities with cops actually building relationship with people within the communities and humanizing these people, humanizing the um, the the uh, kids that are playing in the park that's that's not their color because again you 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 get thrusted into a, a, as a cop you go to school for six months and there's no training around mental well-being and um, there's a lot of people who have undiagnosed issues that you don't know about and so you have to ingratiate yourself in these in, in these communities in a way that you get to know them for who they are and then I think that as we start to do this in smaller communities and growing into the bigger cities and, and getting to know people um, I think those are some of the steps that, you know, I think we should start looking at to, to really make a change in it. And the, everybody has to be involved. It can't just be a city hall for, you know, just all the black people voicing their concerns about it, but, you know, the, the white community, the Asian community, all, all our communities need to just come together and be a part of this change because everyone around is going to help police it. Because now if a cop knows that, that it's just if it's not just one community that's policing them, it's everybody. Then they're going to make better decisions, and they're going to want to do do better. And so, um, again, it's a very complicated situation, and and I think that uh, we have to start within our communities and 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 bringing humanality to uh, to the people that we're seeing on on TV right now, and um, making it feel that. Making these, helping these guys understand that these are human lives just like yours, and like they're actually real people. They're not, you're not just a robot. You're not a robot. We're not robots. And so. I had another comment that came in that, you know, I just, I wanted to ask your opinion. Um, you know, Mike, last episode, you were like, I don't have a racist bone in my body. And then, you know, you said it again today. And they said, everyone is racist. Everyone has a part of them that has, you know, whether, they can still have the purest of intentions, but do you believe that every person, because I was, I was talking to my therapist about that and, you know, and then she had told me that she, you know, she's married to a black man she's got biracial kids and you know, that her husband also played in the NFL for, a, for 10 years. And, you know, he, he was telling her that he experienced racism in his own race where they would tell him that he wasn't black enough or that he wasn't, you know, he was because he was dating a white girl and he didn't wasn't sleeping around with a bunch of people. And and then, you know, then we started talking about, OK, well, you know, is this person's comment? And then she asked me the question. And so we just started this debate. And I just I'm just curious what your outlook and when people say that. Well, I, I think it's um, from a for, for me, when you say racism, it's more of a hate you know, uh, because of your skin tone. Now, is there some bigot and things in people? I think everybody carries um, some bigot because they don't understand someone else's uh, race. Um, and that's what she said, opinions. She said people can have opinions. Doesn't make them. Right. Yeah. Right. Sorry, so that, that's kind of how I feel about it. And, and I think that um, because you, you don't have the ability to experience someone else's, you know, uh, hardship that, you can form an opinion that it can come across as racist or come across as being a bigot, um, you know, but it, it, it goes across all race lines. Like I said earlier, you know, I had it both sides of it, you know, marrying a Caucasian woman and not being, you know, black enough and, you know, being called Oreo by my own, you know, uh, my own race. And, um, you know, but again, it's you, you as a, uh, as a person know who you are and you stand for, what is right is right. And if I don't know, I will ask and I will talk and have a conversation. If, and, you know, I remember back in um, um, when I was at Ole Miss and sitting down with a group of my friends and having a, a female who just, who just, just didn't know if she can approach me or not. And, um, and over several times in the, you know, in this group, this friend group, she finally approached me and, and, she, she told me that, you know, I see everyone sitting around hanging out with you laughing and joking. So you must be a good person. And, but I was taught something different. I taught all black people. Uh, it's not good. I mean, all of you guys. And so uh, she gained a different perspective in life that, that 
has changed and shaped her. I mean, to this day, we're still friends. And, and it's been, you know, I think a lot of it is taught within your community. But a lot of it in the Black community has been safety. It's been around safety, you know. Like, my mom was scared for my life when the first time I was going to meet my wife's family. But she didn't know them. She didn't know, you know, what to expect because she grew up in Mississippi where um, you just didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so from our side, is more of that just that safety concern about you. So some of it may come across as, you know, they don't like you, but it's, it's, it's more of safety for you, but then also there's enough good people here that you don't have to go this way. And so, um, so it's, 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 it's challenging. It's been challenging, but it's um, also you, you, you learn a lot when when you're outside of your comfort zone. Man. I love you, Spence. Every time I see you, like that one time I saw you in church, or I, I mean, I see you in church all the time, but you just, you know, someone's heart. You have an amazing heart. He gave me the best hug one time. He could tell I was down, gave me the biggest freaking Spence hug. And you just like, I just, I love you. I love your family. Um, I'm sorry that, um, I'm just, I'm sorry that you've, you've had to experience these things and, um, I just, yeah, I, I, it's hard. I don't know the words, but I, I am sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know. I just I appreciate uh, you guys and the work that you guys are doing to actually get in a position to be uncomfortable, be out of your, get out of your comfort zone and have these conversations and uh, to be told that what you said was uh, uh, dismissive or whatever it may be. And then you reflected on it and coming back and, and helping other people understand how not to make those same mistakes and you know and and with the listeners that you guys have i think hopefully hopefully everyone is listening and and taking notes and and hopefully that they're learning something that understand how to have a conversation um, the right way because the conversations need to be had it can't be swept on the rug anymore and it needs to it needs to be done in a way where we can communicate understand each other's side because again there's another side of it and that we also have to be able to hear the other side of it. It's like, look, I didn't grow up around black people, so I don't know how to act around black people, you know? So you have to be able to hear that side as well and without it getting inflammatory. And so mm-hmm. um, so we all have to come together. And I know it's a lot to ask for us as black people to, to put our anger aside and have these conversations. Um, but again, right now, anger, the, the anger and the, the deluding and all the things that are happening right now in our country is not going to solve the problem. Right. It's it's the voices that are people who are going to be genuine to step up to the plate and and help with this issue because it's going to take a lot of people to to uh, gain traction and gain ground and and solving this issue. So, well, Spence, we appreciate you taking time out of your day, brother. You know, we love you. We love you and Catherine and your and your three kids, and we just hope that you know people can continue to educate themselves and learn from from your words today and that's why I wanted we wanted to have you on here because we know we know your heart we know you as a person and we really hope people are able to take something from this and we know they will well hey I love you guys and love um, you. love your family and and I'm very thankful for you guys to have me on today and um you know like I told Mike earlier it's like it's been an emotional week man and I just, and you know I'm not a the most eloquent writer, but, uh, you know, I just wanted to lend my voice to, to what's going on and, um, and know that I'm praying hard that, you know, we find our way out of this, this, um, this, this mess we're in right now. So yeah. love you guys. Y'all have a wonderful day and thanks for having me on. Thanks, thanks We appreciate your words. Talk later. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. 
You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. He's the he's the best and you know he was the perfect one to have on because like we said we we know him so well. We know he's able to articulate things and um from a great, you know, frame of mind and it's just I really do feel like my eyes are opening up more. My heart's opening up more. And just comparing, like, sitting with him, this interview compared to last week is just, like, I felt like I was assuming things. Mm -hmm. You know, again, because of my own experience. I was stuck in my own experience. So I was, like, assuming. But that's what it is. It's like. We can't assume it's just like sitting down with somebody else and being like, tell me about your life experience. Mm -hmm. Each other. Tell each other about your life experience. Well, it's almost like when Mickey asked you if you wanted to be, she's like, if you had the choice, would you be a black man? And to hear like Spencer say the things that he has to like, he can't, he feels fearful of his life to wear a mask because of the Corona. It's like, you, which I never even would have thought about. Exactly. But uh, no, I'm not saying that from a bad place. But no, I know. Like, yeah. It's just that's it's like you didn't you would never have thought about that but you but we didn't know that that would that that's even a thing right like how like why would because because we're not we don't see that way like right. we don't see like well of course spencer can wear a thing over his mouth like we wouldn't assume oh because people are going to think he's breaking in that's not our first second third or, no because we don't look through that lens yeah we don't look through that that racist lens but but it's different when you put yourself in that person's shoes mm-hmm other than just being like, no, why would we know Spence? Like, why did anyone think that? 
and now because of the interview last week, like we're able to see it differently. And even, you know, I told you in bed the other day, I, I felt awful. Um, you know, I had a conversation with um, one of my co-stars, Percy, when I was filming Christmas in um, Mississippi. Mississippi. No, losing. Oh, yeah, Mississippi. And no, Christmas in Louisiana. Sorry. It was Christmas in Louisiana. See, it scared me. Up. Sorry. <laughs> no. And, um, and we were having a conversation, and I, I, I didn't listen to him. I really didn't. And I, you know, I was debating things. And I, mm-hmm. I looked back on that conversation in bed after the interview with Mickey, and I was like, oh, my God. I need to apologize to him. And I did. And he, you know, he responded. I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't listen. I was trying to debate a situation and that was not up for debate. I should have listened to your experiences and listened to why you kneel, why you do these things and not debate something. Right. And it, I, I mean, I showed it to you and I was crying. I was, I was so upset. And he goes, it's beautiful that because of what's going on in the world, you're able to remember our conversation and, and, and have that introspection and it's just like like you said it's just been so eye-opening no i mean to your point again it's about again it's not a debate it's about just listening Mm -hmm. and not forcing you your own opinions onto somebody else which i was watching you know espn this morning drew Brees, one of the highest most character guys like in the nfl in an interview, he had stated that he would never not stand for the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Where he kind of went overboard with his words was he didn't believe anybody should not stand for the national anthem mm. because he feels that it disrespects the flag. Which we... Which in, we have agreed upon. But now I'm like, Neil. But now I my thing is... I'm actually seeing it less as disrespectful, as for, the disrespectful flag. for the flag, which yes. is was my hardest thing because, you know, mm-hmm. I have such a strong support in my heart for the military. Of course. When I look at the flag, that's what it represents for me. Mm-hmm. And what they're saying is Drew is fine with what he said, but it's just you can't put that on everybody. You can't make that everyone's opinion mm-hmm. that I think everybody should stand. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, Okay, my personal belief, I'm I'm going to stand. I would always stand. But if someone next to me doesn't want to, cool. And you're not going to now look down on that. And As disrespectful I, towards the flag, no. Yeah. It's, it's so, like, again, all so eye-opening. It is. It, it really, really is. And this all is just crazy. And I just, I really hope that for whatever it's worth with these last two episodes that our listeners can just are more willing to have a conversation to talk to somebody else that they're close to in their life that may be a different race, a different religion, different in any way, and just say, tell me about your life. It's interesting because when I was talking to this with my therapist, her son came home crying one day, and her 13-year-old son, and, and you know, she's like, what's wrong? And she said, he said, so-and-so won't hang out with me because her parents said my skin color is too dark. Oh, my God. And... You know, she's like, it took every part in her to not get, you know, upset because she was trying to control, you know, her emotions and and to make it more of a a learning moment for her. And she said, do you remember that kid that everyone was making fun of that had disabilities at the lunch table because no one was sitting with that person? And you looked, everyone looked at that kid with disabilities different. How does that, how do you think that makes them feel? Like maybe you can empathize with that person just because they look different. Mm -hmm. Does it mean that they don't have a story and pain and that, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of the, she was trying to say like, it's kind of the same thing where it's like, just because we look different, like, doesn't mean that we should be rude to other people or be mean or, you know, we should, we should be nice to everyone and talk Mm -hmm. to everybody and, and include people Mm -hmm. no matter you know, just like Spence's son, because he's autistic. It's mm-hmm. just talk to them. Hey, sit next to that person at the lunch table. I know, man. And it, you know, the, you and I to kind of shift into it and to end this on like a lighter note is you and I have talked about you know when when Jolie and Chase get older, the one thing that the one of the biggest things they can do to piss to genuinely piss us off 
is if they're getting uh-huh. troubled for bullying or doing something like that, mm-hmm. that we just have no Mm-mm. zero tolerance for that kind of stuff. Because you and I have never been those people. You know, we've always been welcoming to all kinds, you know, ever since we were both kids. But uh, that's just, and that's just another level of, of how sad this is that parents like Spence and his wife, Catherine, have to have these conversations with their kids at such a young young age like spence said that society forces you to have to have them at a young age Mm -hmm. and that just sucks yeah well guys that's our show for today um see you next monday Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T E C O V A S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.